0: Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks. Today, we're discussing the power of perspective. Now, your perspective can be so powerful. Perspective is everything and can totally change your life. And the beauty of it all is that we have a choice. We can choose to change our perspective. Your perspective is your point of view. It's the way you see things. Now, I love this little story. It's a story of the kidneys. Now, there was a elementary school and inside of the elementary school was a teacher who was teaching a course. And he decided to ask his class, how many kidneys do we have? And one little boy stood up and he was so excited. He was jumping up and down. He was smiling and he had so much joy. And he said, I know. And the teacher said, okay, how many kidneys do we have? The boy blurted out so excited. He said four. The kids laughed. The teacher was outraged. The boy was confused and saddened by all of their responses and how negative it was toward him. Now the teacher said, I'm gonna give you another opportunity to answer this question. How many kidneys do we have? And the boy smiled again and said four. He was so excited to say that we have four kidneys. Now the class started laughing and it started being disruptive. And the teacher said, you know what? Just get out of here. Get out of my class. If you're not going to answer the question properly, just get out of here. And the boy picked up his items. His head was hanging down low. He moved slowly as he looked around and saw the faces of everyone laughing at him. And he looked up at the teacher and he said, sir, what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? He said, are you a fool? You said that we have four kidneys. No one has four kidneys. And the boy said, you're right. But you asked me how many kidneys do we have? So the perspective of the teacher was asking in the thought of how many kidneys do you have, thinking singular. But the question that he actually asked was how many kidneys do we have? So together we have four. You have two and I have two. Together we have four. You see the perspective of that teacher and of the students who missed the mark that this boy actually answered the question properly changed everything. So sometimes when we read an email or when we are doing different things in life or somebody says something to us that's hurtful, we need to stop and think about the perspective. Where are they coming from? How are they seeing things? Am I missing something? When you're able to see straight lines as a 3D shape, when you're able to see a glass of water and not Have to measure how much is in it to know that there's still opportunity. It doesn't have to be half empty or half full, but the very fact that there's a droplet that's left, there's enough to work with. The way we perceive things is the way that we receive things. A gentleman that lost every finger and every toe and his entire limbs, his arms were missing and so were his legs but he was so grateful to be alive. His perspective on life is priceless. This man lived alone, so he had no support or anything else. He didn't know how he was going to live his life, but the only thing that he focused on was the fact that he still had life. It's not about what you want, it's what you have. When you start loving and appreciating what you do have and living in the moment of what you do have, Is what changes everything in life, period. When you start to question why me and complain and ask and wonder all of these different things, why me, why this, why that? And you spend more time focused on the problem instead of changing your perspective and seeing that you have a mind to rethink the issue instead of allowing yourself to go to the point of analysis paralysis to where you spend so much energy thinking and never doing, complaining and whining and never achieving, pointing fingers and looking down without actually grasping the joy that is what it is. See, some of us see the word impossible, and that's all we see is impossible. But at the same time, others of us see I'm possible, impossible, and I'm possible, the same spelling. It's depends on your perspective. If you perceive it to be impossible, it will be impossible. Yet if you see that same word as being I'm possible, that's what it'll be to you. We receive what we perceive. And when we become grateful for everything, for every moment, that's the game changer of perception. When we are just grateful for what we are receiving, instead of being caught up And all of the things that's in this world, your life totally changes. Seeing the good in a situation, not automatically seeing the worst, but appreciating the journey, appreciating what it is. What's your perception of your own value? You ask yourself, how do you perceive your value? When you truly value yourself, you give yourself the best. When you perceive that you deserve the best, you give yourself the best. Not only do you give yourself the best, you give out the best. You filter out the negative things. You filter out the people and the negative thoughts that compromise that value. When you have a pet that you love, a prize pedigree, you don't give them crappy food. You don't give them unclean water. You don't put them in an unsafe place. You give them the best because you value them as the best. If you want more, you do more. Instead of compromise and complain, you repair and reframe your perspective, the way you see things. Would you perceive Louis Vuitton, Jimmy Choo, Hermes to be value if the world didn't give it value? Would it be your first election? Would you go to the store and if you knew no value whatsoever, Do you think that you would pick up every designer item or would you mix in some things that look great but have no designer label to it? I cannot tell you how many dumb things that I bought. I can't tell you how much time that I've wasted on things that would give me a perception that I was more. Yes, more everything, more anything you fill in the blank. I can't tell you how many times I've worn shoes that were way too uncomfortable, but they were designer and they looked awesome and they matched my outfit. But I gave the perception that I was doing just fine when I was struggling to walk. There's actually something that a girlfriend and I call dinner shoes. They're shoes that you wear only to dinner. You get out the car at valet, you walk into the restaurant, Because you can't do any more than you have to valet with these shoes. You walk into the restaurant, you sit down, you have your meal, you walk out to the valet, you get back into the car and you take off the shoes as soon as you get back in the car and you're screaming yet. The perception is that you are glamorous, that you exude fabulosity. I've used so many big words in the past and done plenty of research. So when I was in a conversation, I could give the perception that I was smarter than I actually was. And why did I even care about the perception? Ask yourself, how many things have you done or How much money have you spent? How many conversations have you had trying to impress someone or appease people who probably have little to no value in your life? In our culture, we're obsessed with the look and not the life. We're obsessed with the end game and not enjoying the ride. I can't explain the excruciating pain that ballerinas have endured with their feet, the sores, the tape, the cuts, that is associated with the flawless beauty that they show when they're dancing, looking like it's completely effortless. Michael Jordan would work extra hard in the off season just so he can show up during season better than what he was before. No one realized the background work. The perception is that he just has natural talent. The perception is that ballerina just can dance. Nobody perceives the sores on her feet when they see her dance. They don't see that. So once we decide what's important to us, our brain goes after it. Our reticular activating system, which is our RAS, this is important to me after it. So if that is negativity, if that is pain, whatever it is, if that's attention, that's what your mind will go after. That's what you will perceive in life. That's what you will seek. If you want to perceive your life in the best way possible, you set your mind to it and your mind will be like Fido the dog and will fetch. It will become a fetch mechanism like a heat-seeking missile searching for great opportunities, searching for things that will make your life better and not make your life worse. Separating the good from the bad, separating the positive from the negative. Once you make that decision, Everything else falls off. Everything else that is not in your line of your focus will fall off. This is in spite of a bad economy. This is in spite of a pandemic, in spite of race relations, politics, or bad childhood, in spite of all those things. When we make the decision that we will receive, when we make the decision that we choose the positive of what we perceive, What we receive will be what we perceive. So if that's positive, that's what it'll be. If it's negative, that's what it will be. The story of Colonel Sanders is an amazing story because Colonel Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC, had a super hard time selling his recipe. And what I mean by super hard time, he was rejected 1,009 times before a restaurant accepted his recipe. Some people want to focus on what they don't have instead of what they do have. Now Edison was told that he was too stupid to ever learn anything and he was fired from his first two jobs because he wasn't productive enough. Now Edison had a thousand unsuccessful attempts to inventing the light bulb. It took a thousand tries and it In each one of those tries, he went back and learned something new. Each one of those failures was actually a lesson. He perceived those failures as a new lesson. How are you perceiving your failures? How are you perceiving your setbacks? How are we processing the negativity that's in our lives? How are we processing those things? Are we internalizing it or are we using it as fuel to say, this is what I'm not going to be. This is what's not going to hold me back. Oprah Winfrey had abusive childhood and she was fired from a job as a TV reporter because she was told she was unfit for TV. Elvis Presley, Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford, Lucille Ball and guys a ton more were told that they were not good enough. When we start to stop sweating the small stuff and enjoy the small things, when we start to kiss our cares and dance in the moment and see things for... What they are in our newly given perspective, everything changes. We cannot see all of the ice beneath the iceberg, but we know it had to be there in order for the iceberg to stick out to be seen. We may not see everybody's struggle and we may not experience everybody's pain, but we must know that in order to gain, there was some level of pain. I'm not sure if you've heard of this story about the tale of two wolves, but I'd like to share the story with you. It goes like this. An old Cherokee chief was teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It's terrible. It's between two wolves. One is evil. He has anger, envy, and sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, self-doubt, and ego. The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. This fight is going on inside of you and inside of every other person too. So the grandson thought for a minute. He asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? And the old chief replied, the one you feed. This is an amazing analogy of whatever we focus on will be our reality. So when you increase your expectations of your own actions, when you decide, I am responsible for what I do, I am responsible for my actions, you cannot control the actions of other people. I cannot tell you how many times I have tried to control my husband. It's just not working. It's just not, I mean, I've really tried. Believe me, I've really tried. But honestly, that's really not what I want. I don't want to control him i need to control the emotions that i feel or the way that i perceive something that's said or done the other day my husband and i were having an intense discussion or you can perceive it as a disagreement or argument it depends on how you perceive right so anyway we were having this discussion and the more he spoke the more I saw my own perception and it irritated me more and more. The more I spoke, the more I irritated him because of what he perceived. What he perceived and what I perceived were totally different than the actual truth of what actually was. Once we figured out that our perception was different, we actually had to laugh because it was silly. We were both being very silly, but from the perspective of where we were looking, It wasn't silly and it was 100% legit. So sometimes we actually have to change our perspective in order to have a better understanding. Once we increase the expectations of our own actions, when we resolve to the fact that we must be the positive one, there's so many negative people in this world. How are you receiving them? How are you allowing them to steal your value? When we decide to take back our own power of our own joy and our own happiness... And we take the responsibility and we decide to say, we're going to increase the expectations of our own actions. We are going to take responsibility and accountability for what we do, what we think, what we say. We can't control anybody else. The only thing we can control are our thoughts. We can't even control some of the most basic things in our life. We can't control the weather. We steer our cars, but we really don't fully control it. If our car decided that it did not want to run because it didn't have gas, we can't control it unless it had gas. There are things that goes into our cars in order to work, no matter if we love it or not. We can love, love, love our cars, but we have to put something back into it. We can love our life and say that we love our life, but we've got to put something into it. For our cars, we've got to put gas in there we've got to get the oil change, we've got to put something into it. So it's our actions that change based upon our perception. Again, we cannot receive unless we perceive properly. Otherwise, we're constantly going to think the negative thing, we're going to constantly think the bad thing, the worst things. And then when we show gratitude, so number one, it's increase our expectations of our own actions. Number two, it's show gratitude for every single thing. So showing gratitude for what is, become grateful for everything, even the negative, we control those boundaries. Nothing else does. So it doesn't matter if it's raining outside. That doesn't mean we have to be gloom. It's very interesting how even something as simple as music can change our mood. Listening to songs or watching things on TV, guys, looking at negative things on the internet. When we watch so much trash TV, Our perspective changes. We watch things that constantly show people that are sneaky and conniving. Guess what? We are constantly going to perceive everything around us as being sneaky and conniving. When we watch things that make us grow and things that encourage us, that's how we will perceive things as well. So we can't have the good and forget that there's a bad. And a lot of people say, oh, I just watch stuff. I watch all these different things. They don't affect me. Yes, they do. Yes, they do, because your mind sees things that your eyes can't even comprehend. When we decide that we're going to, number one, increase our expectations of our own actions, we're going to show gratitude and be grateful for everything, then we have to limit the negative people we decide to keep in our lives. Sometimes people will not cheer for you and we have to understand and take the perspective of them that knowing that maybe they cannot see as far as you can. Maybe they have foggy glasses on and that fog could be caused by negative things that happen in their life. It could be things that they have that's holding them back. Don't let their negative thoughts hold you back negative people can bring you down. Sometimes you can talk to somebody and they could tell you every single negative thing that happened in their day. And they didn't even perceive that that's what they did. All they did was spew out, oh, this happened. And that person said this and they said that and this happened and, and then this happened. And everything is negative. Nothing good did they perceive in their day. They didn't realize, hey, yeah, I was able to get up and walk. We want to focus on the negative. And when we decide to move, remove ourselves from the negative talk, from The negative people, from the negative thoughts, we can then unleash the greatness of our own abilities and of our own minds. But when you allow that negativity to feed on you, it's like a poison, it's like a cancer. It is just going to completely suck and devour every bit of life that you have. And most negative people don't have a clue that they're negative, they just think that they keep getting bad breaks in life. But if they are complaining, in whining more than they are grateful and praising their negative, period. Sorry, friends and family. I can even say sorry to myself at certain points in my life. But if you spend more time complaining and whining and being a victim of life versus being a victor of life, your perspective needs a power boost. Even a cage bird sings. The perspective of looking out beyond the bars of that cage is a whole new beautiful world. The perspective of that bird, the fact that it removes the bars and sees a beautiful tropical beach or sees an amazing forest, just like we can perceive and receive the same messages of greatness and hope and happiness. For some of us, it's a special holiday. For others, it's just another day of the week. At any rate, it's your perspective that changes everything in your life. Does the holiday itself actually bring you joy? Or is it the emotions and the way you see your family members, in the way you hear the sounds of laughter? Is it the taste of the food? What is it that changes your perspective that makes one day different than any other day? Let that be your gift. Walk away this year, regardless if you celebrate the holiday of Christmas or if this is just any other day to you. Take this gift of a renewed perspective of life. Keep it with you all year long. Keep it your entire life. Constantly renew your perspective. Change your perspective. Alter your perspective until you receive what you believe. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash chick you're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.